0: Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Romantically Lit, a podcast hosted by two undercover hopeless romantics who key key and review different Black romance novels across the diaspora. I am Hana. And I'm Odelia. And today's episode, we conclude our discussion on Yinka, Where's Your Husband? by Lizzie Damilola Blackburn. So if you're tuning in for the first time, hello there and welcome. But before you get any further into this week's shenanigans featuring us, please check out our other episodes on Yinka, Where's Your Husband? so you're up to speed with all the juicy details. But if this ain't for you, then you can always listen to our other podcasts, such as uh, Seven Days in June by Tia Williams or Honey and Spice by Balu Babalola. All right, enough of that, so let's get into this one here. Hey guys, thank you again for joining back in with us as uh, we've wrapped this book up, as my lovely co-host said, and we of course want to thank you for your patience and apologize for the late arrival of the last episode. For Yinka, where's her husband? Um, you know, even in this modern age of technology, we, we're still learners. So, And we're not women in tech. <laughs> we are. We, you know, at this point, I consider myself a black woman in STEM. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're figuring it out, but we got it. Uh, and, of course, we, we missed you guys, and we're back. And, and let's get into it because we really didn't want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so let's get right back into what our homegirl, Yinka, was doing. So last time that we saw her um she had essentially, you know. Oh my god, where was, oh she stormed out of her her sister's uh birth. What? How
1: didn't we not- get there.
0: <gasps> no. no, she she's still unemployed. Oh, so sorry, I have here, you know, like she's with <laughs> she's Joe un- Ryan. She's oh, still she's unemployed. <laughs> and she's here with Joanna and Joe Bryan. They're in the, they're in a nightclub somewhere, and they're just catching up on life, right? Um, right. Oh, and Joanna's in- introducing them to, to her new, new man. Boat. Yeah. And Joanna's got the she she's committed double homicide for for my girl Yinka. She got a new job and a new man. <laughs> so she Yinka's just sitting there and feeling like, oh my gosh. She's sitting there and I, I, you hear her or Lizzie of Blackburn lets us know that she's sitting there and she's going, I'm happy for my friend. I'm happy for my friend. I'm happy for my friend. Mm-hmm. And just hoping that if she says it enough times that like it'll actually be true. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like all of us have been there. Not that she's not happy for her friend, but you're definitely asking like God. When's it my turn? Exactly. Yeah. Why is it working for this person, but it's not working for me? She would even lose her job. She was just looking for a new one just in case, and she got it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I've been searching and searching and searching, and I've been looking for a date, and there's nothing. So she's sitting there, and she's just kind of like, she's kind of mute a little bit. Um, yeah, and we also find out that she stopped going to that church there her her mother goes to. Um, right. Right. <gasps> Because uh, what was homeboy's Alex? name? Alex. Alex said, "I don't like you. I like your friend." And she's yes, like, "You she know that will do it." She said, "That I will like, do nah, it." Nah. <laughs> <She> <laughs> said, yeah, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> yeah, she said, I'm, "I'm going to my other church, you know, where it ends on time." Um, and yeah, so in hindsight, though, going to church four hours a day on a Sunday, rather for a man, is absolutely crazy. But we move. You know, Yinka, we've established that she's not well in the head. <laughs> At this very moment in her life, and that's okay, because you know we've all been there. We've all not me though, not me, (laughs) (laughs) but like I can imagine in some less extreme forms. Like some people are like that, you know what I mean? You're doing things for Aman. Why? We don't know. Um, And then I then we go to the next day, and she is taking out her weave. Well, her auntie blessings helping her take out her weave, and they're having conversation. Oh, before we even get to that, so when she's at the club with Joe Bryan, Nana is also there. And if we remember correctly, she didn't tell na- um, Ola and Rachel that Alex uh, likes Nana. Yeah, she said like, "Oh, we're taking things slow because he's still mourning uh, his sister." Mm-hmm. Which is it's it's a far fetched truth. Um, he's still mourning his sister. He is. But he's not his twin sister. His twin. You know, koi koi. But he no, that's not what koi koi means. Koi koi, <laughs> koi means blood of my blood. Yeah, blood of my blood. You fair. Whatever. <laughs> what? um, they share the same womb. They're womb-mates. <laughs> they're womb, like, the womb the Like, they're womb-mates. Anyways, but rest in peace to his Twitter or whatever. Uh, but he's not mourning his twi- That's not why he's not dating. He's not dating Yinka because he likes Nana. Mm. But she didn't tell that. Mm. But Nana knows that she hasn't told the other girls. And obviously, like, their friends. She, she doesn't want to lie for Yinka, essentially. So she's like, you need to hurry up and spill the beans. Mm-hmm. Um... So fast forward, yeah, she's at Auntie Blessing's house, and she's taking out that weave that she got just for Alex. And um, <laughs> that's crazy. I got this weave just <laughs> for Alex. Listen, who who among us here has not tried to look our best for a man He who with is, is without sin threw the first stone. I threw the stone. That's a, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm just joking, y'all. I've done that shit all of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, she's taking her weave off and Auntie Blesson is, you know, just catching up with old girl not old girl, but you know, her niece, saying, What's up? What's going on? And you guys are just like, Man, today drained me <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, still looking for a job. Like things are tough. Like I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm worthy, you know, like she's just going on and on and Auntie Blessing's just like, you know, that charity thing, you know what I mean? Like I feel like, you know, that could be your industry, yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, no, none of that. You know what and, I mean? And yeah, and Auntie Blessing's even like, have you told your mom yet about the fact that like how's this? Yeah. how does she feel about how the job search is going? And she's like, um, you know, she says and told her mom and coincidentally, um, before that, her auntie blessing is like, Well, I have a connection with this guy named Terry Matthews. Then you're immediately, I was like, Who's Terry Matthews? Why do we have a connection with him? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, but she says, I'll, I'll give him a, a little shout and see what happens. But right when she's saying that and they're talking about whether or not her mom knows, her mom calls her phone. Mm-hmm. Before she could even like drop the phone or ignore the call. Her auntie blessing picks up her phone and she's like, Um, wait. But she doesn't have to worry too much because she's calling cause her sister's in labor. cami's having her baby. Yeah. So she she's rushed and now it's it's a rush to the hospital. Yeah. I still think that Yinka had time to grab a hat before she went to the hospital. Home girl went to the hospital with her hair the way Dutty that Dotsy hair by the way. You know what I mean? And like, the thing is, in a normal world, you'd be like, things happen, we're excited. Yeah. But then I remember the audience that she's going to meet and how judgmental they are, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, girl, please, a scarf, a hat, mm-hmm. a, anything, a mm-hmm. mask, even I don't know. Um, but by the time we get there, she we we meet Yinka's nephew, who at the time does not have a name. Um. But yeah, but he's he's a bouncing baby boy. Yeah, he's a bundle of joy. Everyone is so happy, so pleased. I forget what Kami's husband's name is. Uche. Uche is excited to be a father. I mean, he's been talking he about seems him. He so sweet. Honestly, every every time he shows up on in the book, like he's just like, "Hey, like how are you? Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. We painted the room. We're going to get green. We're going to get yellow. Like, did you tell her we're getting this and that?" I'm just like, this man just really wanted to be a father. So, I'm really happy for them and their little boy. Um, of course, everybody in the family is there. Every All the aunties are in the hospital, when yeah. celebrating. And they said, you know what we need to do at this very moment? Let's pray for this new child. And yeah. I said, that's great. You know, that's sweet. Let's put blessings exactly. upon the child. And they do that. You know what I mean? They pray for Uche. They pray for Kemi. They pray for the boy. And, you know, it's just excitement. And then if you're following along, you know, the aunties love to pray for everybody. <laughs> so they did that neck turn. <laughs> yeah, first of all, they, they left the room because Kemi had to uh, breastfeed oh, yes, the new baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and Uche offered to help, even though Big Mama was like, what the heck can you help with? Um, but uh, they go out, and then Big was like, now, hold on. You, you guys forgot to pray for Yinka again. And Yinka's like, and Auntie Blessing, like, this is not necessary. We're yeah. in a hospital. We're in a public waiting room. We don't have to do this. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, I have to pray for my other daughter And t he's like, okay, let's do this quickly. Like, let's hurry up. Yeah. And I felt the same way. I was like, in fact, let's not do it. Let's say the prayer for the car, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe a phone prayer. But they do it, of course, embarrass Yinka in the middle of uh, the NHS hospital. Um, (laughs) And then after that, they're like, okay, well, Yinka, first of all, of course, they're like, Yinka, your hair. What's going on with that? Um My she's God. like please. A ba- <laughs> let's be happy. A child we have a new baby in that in the family like <laughs> leave me out of it please. And they said, "Well, now that the baby's here, let's focus on you. What is up with you, girl? How's the promotion?" And N- 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 Auntie Blessing's looking at her like, mm-hmm. "Promotion?" Right. "I didn't know you had a promotion." And mm-hmm. she's like, "Please don't say anything. I'm just trying to get through the day." Mm-hmm. And Auntie Blessing's just looking at her like, "This is your cross to carry girl if this is what you want to do this is what you want to do but something comes over her and she's like actually there is no promotion there's there's even worse than no promotion there was redundancy um i lost my job and, and everyone's confused obviously because the timeline doesn't make any sense exactly because the first time you talked about the first time we you know met all the characters you're talking about oh i'm getting a promotion mom's like oh yeah that's exciting so how do you lose a job from a promotion <laughs> So everyone's trying to put, you know, the, the timeline together. Mom's just like, wait, wait, how? When did this happen? She says, well, January. I said, wait. She's like, but you told me you got a promotion in January. She's like, yeah, I did preemptively, and I couldn't really, color, like, correct you at the time. Yeah. But then I didn't expect I was going to get fired. So, you know. And then um, Auntie Funke, or um Debbie. Auntie Debbie. <laughs> yeah. She's like, so what have you been doing all this time? And she's like, looking for a job. What <laughs> What do you think I've been doing <laughs> And I said, okay, fine, cool. Okay, but how about that man then? She's like, no, her mom says, now you don't have a job. What do you have to offer a man? No (laughs) no job, no nothing. Look at your hair. Everything is just, like, what is your redeeming quality? Yeah. And uh, she's just like, first of all, me and Alex know we don't go together anymore. And before her mom, her mom didn't even ask her, like, why not? She just starts ranting. She's like, Oh Yinka, I'm so tired of this. I'm tired. When will you pick somebody? I th- I feel like I wish some of these aunties would come and date in this time period. It's I'm so begging hard. Them, begging them, very hard. Just so that they have a, a, just a just a taste of, of what's how out miserable there. It is out there. You're like, right because they have no idea how tough it is. This is not the dating of. Back then, when somebody would just see some random girl, and after four <laughs> days, that's your wife. Yeah, like no people. And those and those men, you know, they were not good, but they were providers a little bit. You know what I mean? They were doing. They stuff. have redeeming qualities. Yes, they're, exactly. They, they're family men. You know what I mean? Not the best kind, but listen, the bills will be paid. The kids are going to school. The men now, they can't even open the door for you. Honestly, they won't do that. Han and I were talking about this, like. um if you get into an Uber and you have stuff, oh, the young God. men just look at you. And the thing is that there are so many cases where I've struggled. Like, even in the wintertime, I'm struggling to take stuff out of the, your, the back of your car. And this man's looking at me from the mirror. Yeah. Just watching me, waiting <laughs> for me to be done. And he drives off. No, no, goodbye. <laughs> no, can I help? There's only one man who did that, and he was older. And yeah, I said, this man here's his gentlemen. knees are about to fall off. But he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm Common gonna courtesy. Exactly. So, auntie... That's the world I live. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Yinka's mom's like, enough! I am going to call Auntie Choma. You're going to meet her player son. I don't want to hear that nonsense of he's not my type, he's not this, he's not that. And I'm just like, girl, you would rather your daughter be with a player than be by herself. Like, yeah, think about the suffering that she's going to go through. I said, uh-uh, no suffering when you're married. <laughs> you have the title of marriage, so you cannot be suffering. It's very old school, very, um, very traumatizing as well. Like, why? Yeah. So at this point, Yinka, is she's overwhelmed, which I would be too. And she's like, honestly, I've heard enough. Mm -hmm. I'm going home. Mm -hmm. And I felt her. And right as she's going home, she bumps into Uche. And Uche's like, I was just calling me back to get you guys to come back to the room. And she's holding back tears. And she's just like, I got to go tell Kemi that I'll see her later. And she's like, you don't even want to say goodbye And for some reason, she – well, she remembers that, like, if she goes in there and she's sad and she explains what happened, then her sister's going to feel bad about it. And and even though she knows her sister's not trying to make her feel bad and, like, she just hates the sorry look that she has and, like, she just would rather not. And, like, I don't even think her mom realizes that she's messing up her relationship with her sister by doing that. Like, No. Well, they don't – parents don't realize that. Like, they're creating competition. Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. So – so, yeah, so, of course, Inka is upset, so she goes home, and I guess she's she's now laying there thinking, okay, 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 next steps, next steps. She's so like, she drafts let me, up... Let me redraw my KPIs. She said, let me let me go back to... Let me go back, and she drafts up her plan 3.0. Um, and I don't know exactly what the plan is. I keep forgetting, but I think there's, like, three items on her, on her list this time. Oh, I do. So it's... Um, the first one is... Uh, Get back on Hinge? Yes. yes. She said join online dating, yeah. whatever she got. And then she's like, hopefully not, meet someone who's not a stalker, who's not a creep. Mm-hmm. Good luck, sweetie. And then <laughs> the second one was um, meet somebody, uh, I don't even know where, like in the outside world. Yeah, like naturally. Yeah. Like that's ever going to happen. But, you know, <laughs> and hopefully. <then laughs> and the last one is the most painful one. Yeah, which is uh, call um, antichoma's son. Emmanuel, the Emmanuel. player. yes. So she she draws her K And then her KPI is like, she's just like, let's just see. Like, girl, like, something's got to give. <laughs> she's begging at this point. She really is. She's very desperate at work right now. And um, it gets worse, you guys. It does. Um, so now we move on to the next day or maybe a couple days later. And I think this is now um, Rachel's bridal party. Before that even, like she does get a few hinge messages and for us girlies if you've ever been on any dating app i'm not going to tell you the messages but just open up your own dating app and then look at some of the messages you got and then that's basically what yinka got (laughs) um just unwarranted unsolicited like just yucky messages like definitely some that i personally i would consider war crimes but (laughs) 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 but let's just go from there but yeah so yeah so the next thing is is Rachel's bridal shower and I don't particularly understand like this thing of going around the room and saying how you met your your partner or whatever Mm -hmm. super weird but everybody's going around it's like I met Dylan at like Starbucks and we both grabbed the same cup and it was just like it was amazing and then he proposed under the same Starbucks that we met at and everyone's like Aww. Aww. Oh my god! Like I don't know you from nowhere. Why do I care? Yeah. But um. Yeah, yeah, and I think it gets to Olá's turn, and Olá says that um, what's that boy's name? John. Yeah. John planned a picnic and proposed there,
1: and, and <laughs> anybody
0: who knows all the tables look at her and say, "Girl, what why what are you proposal? lying?" <laughs> Because as as we all know, Ola, I'm not Ola, I'm freaking, um, yeah, Ola, what am I saying? Ola got pregnant, right? Yeah. So she had a shotgun wedding. So how do you get proposed when you're pregnant and you come from a typical African household where they believe, no, 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 you have to be married to have kids? So, I think it's just like also that she and well, Rachel didn't seem shocked, but they're also like twinsies. Yeah. But Nana's like, you never told me this. And she's like, well, now I said it. So. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, okay. okay. Um. <laughs> but of course, like, um, Yinka's not gonna say anything and she still knows that stuff about Ola, but she's trying to she's trying to keep it like uh she's trying to be nice to Ola. Even though she's miserable, she does not wanna be here. She's wearing black actually. Which like Loki's kinda rude to wear to someone's bridal shower. Yeah, like but I guess like in this instance, Yinka just pretend. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> you could, but I think it's hard. Like she's had a, a, a rough couple of days. Yeah. Um Fair enough. But Um, then, yeah, then homegirl, one of Rachel's friends who's sitting next to her is like, how about you? Just nudging her on, saying, how about you? Like, you tell us, like, what's going on? What's the tea, girl? What's the crack? What's the story? And she's just like, no. She's like, first of all, who are you? (laughs) like, who invited her? Two, there is no story because I'm single. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what do you mean you're single? What about Alex? Mm -hmm. And Nana's looking at her like, okay, girl, like, it's time to tell the truth. And she's like, yeah, me and Alex didn't work out. And she's like, but you told us that you guys were taking it slow. And she's like, well, he likes somebody else. And Rachel's homegirl who's sitting next to her is like, who? First of all, you don't know these characters in the story. She really inserted herself in every conversation. Like, please, man, this is a two-way conversation. And, but Rachel's so, or Ola's so annoying, because she's like, but wait, but you told us, and then yelling over to Rachel at the end, but Rachel, remember when she said, to be honest, everybody's paying attention? Okay, to be honest, I don't blame Ola for, like, trying to put the, the pieces together, because the lies, the okay, lies, but time the lies. And place. That's fine, time and place. But I didn't know it was going to end up being how it ended up being. So... Obviously, Yinka is now thinking to herself, okay, okay, they're trying to put two and two together. And so Yinka's just like, okay, y'all, <laughs> Alex actually likes somebody else. Yeah, and, and then... Um... And Ola's like, wait, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, you know, he, he likes, he, he said he likes Nana. And then Ola's like, giving that face of just like, wait, which Nana? Like, our, our Nana? Nana? And is like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. But Ola wouldn't let it go. You know what I mean? She's like, wait, 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 wait. She's putting two and two together. She's saying, wait, I thought you said that y'all were going to be, you're all good. You're ha- you know, you were friends, la-da-da-da-da. did not you go to, like, to, he comes by your house and you made him dinner or whatever it was? Like, she's trying to figure out what's going on. And as she's, like, talking, Ola is almost seeing a, a comedic value from this. Because at first she was a little bit empathetic, but then now when she heard the Nana comment, she's like, No, 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 this this shit is funny to me. (laughs) It's not funny, It's not funny. But Ola found it really funny. And so she just said, Because Ola said, And you cooked for him. Exactly. That was be the ridiculous. One that would make me jump across the it's table. It's ridiculous, though. Like, why are you cooking for a man on Valentine's Day? He should be taking you out. I don't care if I did it. Because, yes, it's embarrassing. But what you're not going to do, you going to embarrass me in front of my people? You're not going to sit there and tell everybody what I did, and then laugh in my face. I'm going to jump. This bridal shower is about to turn into baddies west. Like, I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yika was nice. I can't lie. She was kind of nice. Um, but then she wasn't. N- for, for obvious and fair reasons. Because, honestly, Ola was just not. You, you're, taking, you, you're having a laugh, and I don't like that. You know what I mean? On my expense, No. Like you don't see me? You don't see me out here. You don't see how ridiculous it is. You know, parents. You know how they behave. Why are you laughing at me? And then she said, she said, you know what, Ola, I tried to be nice to you. She said, I thought you could be nice to me, Mm -hmm. but I tried to be nice to you. I knew what was going on with you and John, and how Mm -hmm. John liked me, and I didn't say anything. Yeah, everybody. Her husband likes me, and you know what? That proposal that she's talking about is a lie. It's a farce. It's fiction. She made it up. And Ola's just looking at her deer in headlights, and it does what Ola does best, which of is course. She I don't wrought, like girls who storm out after they've been served. They've been cookie, you cookie, you cookie, you cookie. You. She said, "I cannot, I I cannot take back. <laughs> <laughs> so she she got up and ran off because obviously it's embarrassing. Yeah. But also Ola, you kind of set yourself up because, because why were you laughing? Yeah, and you can clearly see. Listen, if you're the one who's, you're the only one who's laughing, the other person is clearly like upset. Yeah. Then whatever heat they're gonna give you after that is deserved. Anywho, so Ola runs off and now everything's really awkward. I think Rachel goes after Ola of as course. she does. Okay. And she's mad at Yinka. And she's mad at Yinka because, again, fair enough, it's a bridal it's a bridal shower party. <laughs> time and place. Yep. This is not the time to do this. Exactly. Or the place because, like, who are these new people on the, on the table as well? Everyone's just watching this breakdown. Anywho, and you know what? Yinka's just like... I came. I saw. (laughs) I did not conquer. I didn't conquer, but I'm going home. In fact, I destroyed, but I'm going to go now. Um, Yeah. Hope y'all enjoy your hors d'oeuvres, because they did go to, like, fancy tea. This was not high tea conversation. No. Not at all. But, yeah, Um, at this point, Nana's worried about her friend. Meanwhile, Yinka's, like, ramped up her hinge, like, search. She's like, anybody, anybody. To a wedding that at the time I was reading, I was like, are you sure you're even still invited? Like... (laughs) Of course you're still invited. It's just, a small little, it's just a small little altercation between friends. It happens all the time. Although this one, though, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so they go home. Uh, Nana has a conversation with Yinka saying, girl, what happened there? You know what I mean? Talk to me. What's going on? Of course Yinka's not having it. She just like, no one runs after me when I'm upset. You know exactly. what I mean? Like Ola has been acting like this for months. She has. Months, years. And I just I just told her I just told her what the truth is. It was the truth though. <laughs> she didn't lie. Honestly. And y'all getting upset with me, yeah, yeah, fine. It's a bridal party, whatever. But like enough was enough. Like she knows how I've been struggling. Um and this is the point where Nana tells her, I think I think you need to change. Because right now the way you're behaving, she's like, I don't recognize you. Yeah. You're doing things. You're changing yourself. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, doing things that I don't particularly agree with mm-hmm. and I don't recognize as Yinka's personality. Yeah. And I think you need to talk to somebody. She said, here's a card for a therapist. Go, please. And she says, I need you to see them. If you don't see them, I'm going to move out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that your friend is serious. Yeah, absolutely. And what does Yinka do? Throw the card in the garbage. Yeah. Once Nana leaves the room, she's like, well, okay, whatever. And I was like, Yinka, be serious. Yeah. I think that was, I think that was rude. <laughs> <It> really rude. <laughs> um, and I think she's, and we're going to start seeing this in the future as well, like she's just so distracted of, about finding this man for this date, for this wedding date. And so she's on Hinge. You know what I mean? She finds Donovan on Hinge as well, but, like, you know, she's just out there, like, just doing her thing, trying to figure out what might—her KPIs. You know what I mean? She has goals, (laughs) right? She has a plan set, y'all. So her mission is to accomplish every KPI that she has on her plan. (laughs) Oh, sick. But she does meet someone on Hinge. Yes, she does. A guy that she actually saw on Joanna's phone when she was on Tinder back then, but she thought she was cute. He was cute, but Joanna didn't. Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. And um mm-hmm. so she decides she's gonna go see Marcus. So um they do go at, out at some point and it goes okay. I feel like I'm confusing. They meet twice. They do meet twice. The first time they meet, so like how it's gonna be set up is just like obviously she you know, after the oh, prayer before, the hospital. Yeah, she go she Kami calls Exactly. Her. And it's like, girl, this baby is hard. Yeah. Like, being a parent is hard. I'm tired of mm-hmm. this. And her poor sister just wants to rant And she's too busy. This when She sees Marcus. On. Yeah. Yep. She's scrolling and swiping and swiping and swiping. swiping, and swiping. Dist- Not even listening to what Kemi's saying. And Kemi's like, if you don't want to talk to me, like, just drop the phone. And she's like, mm-hmm. no, Kemi, I'm coming. Like, yeah. we never got to hang out before you had the baby. I sold you a pedicure. I'll come through and do that on Saturday at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Before that though, she schedules like something with Marcus. Yeah, they're gonna meet up in the morning and then she's like, Okay, we'll you know, Which, talk for like an hour and then from there I'll just take an Uber to Kami's place and be good. Now I think about it as wild because if they were meeting if she's supposed to be at Cammy's at two, yeah. why was she drinking early in the morning and it was not mimosa's? Exactly. It was, it was red wine that she was drinking. Anyway, like yeah. it also for me it's also <sighs> If you're going on a date, you need at least like maybe three hours plus yeah. to like, you know, get comfortable. You know, maybe you're bar hopping or maybe you're doing something. Like, it makes no sense for you to squeeze everything into like two hours. Exactly. A date and going to see Kemi, it's not going to happen. And you know what, folks? It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Because her and Mark, I think she she's a lightweight because she doesn't really drink. Yeah. Three wine glasses in. Yep. She is slurring. And Mark is like, you know what? Let me just put you in this taxi to your sister's house. Yeah. And the alarm she set was for 2 a.m. instead of 2 p.m. hmm She gets to Kemi's at like 4. And she smells of alcohol. And Uchi's like, first of all, Kemi's not in a good mood. Yeah. Like, she's cranky pants. really late. And... Kemi sees her and she's like, why would you even bother coming here? Mm -hmm. And after she's like, no, Cammy, I just want to. And Cammy's like, first of all, you stink. You reek of alcohol. (laughs) Second of all, you're late. Mm -hmm. Third, you clearly hate me. And fourth, you don't want to spend time with me. And honestly, Uche put her back in that taxi that she came (laughs) in. And sent her straight home. (laughs) (laughs) Sent her straight home. Because why would you come around me and my fresh infant? That's true. Drunk. Yeah. Please go away. People two calves in one day, damn girl. Nobody wants you. (laughs) Sorry. Like she really failed her day. Like she she genuinely But we so fail her from the beginning. You cannot schedule things like that. It makes no sense at all. Exactly. We move. Um, so now Cammy's upset with her. Ola's upset with her. Her mother's upset with her. Girl, who's on your side? N- Nana's upset with you because you have changed. Yeah. So obviously, in Yinka's position, what do you do? You make things worse for yourself. So we move on. Um, so she decides to meet Marcus again. This is another yeah. second date. And this one was a little... Uh, okay. So they decide. She decides after church, she's gonna let Marcus come over to her house. Was it her yeah, house? No, he, she oh, he goes was, to Marcus's. So he, she, she goes. Marcus. To, so she goes to Marcus's house, and Marcus. You know, they come in, they sit down on the couch, and you know what he does? He gives her a drink. And what do we know about young can drinking girl, you're not supposed like the first time you drank with this man, things do not end up in the and best I think place. That's also a testament to how like. I don't like insecure one and too desperate she is to get a man. Mm-hmm. Because she herself is not a drinker and she knows that. Yeah. And within her own like rules of her morality, she doesn't she she doesn't feel drinking is beneficial to her spirituality and whatever. Yeah. But because this man is drinking, she's like, Yeah, sure. And that, like, the minute you start going around your own morals, it's time to go. Yeah. Like, it was time to go a couple times ago, but, like, for real, for real this time. We, yeah. She, need to go. She's definitely lost her her sense of self yeah. and self-control. Exactly. And it's it gets very scary because what happens next is very scary. Exactly. So he's obviously, you know, passing drinks to her, and so she's drinking. And now Mark is, you know, there on the couch. So you can just imagine what this man is thinking. He's just like, oh, let me kiss God. up on the girl. He's going to c- kiss up on her neck and, you know, her shoulders, whatever it is. And Yinka is feeling uncomfortable because as we all know, Yinka is a virgin and she also doesn't like to get into, I guess, that physical stuff. Like, she has her own like rules and morals around it, which is perfectly fine. I think she said, like, her and Femi had done other stuff. Other things, yeah. But, like, I think there's also a comfortability with that. Like, Femi was her boyfriend of three years. Yeah. We've known Marcus for two and a half hours mm-hmm. maybe. And he's being real gross about it. He is. First of all, this girl did not like that he grabbed. she grabbed up on her boobies. She said, Oh, yeah, he went to second base. Having small tits. And I was like, Girl, there oh has God. to be something about you yourself that you like. You, thank you for reminding me of that comment because I know even even on the first date to meet Marcus, she went to the beauty supply store and bought a straight oh, yeah. wig because it matched her profile. Yes. So she was trying to like emulate how he found her attractive exactly. online, which I thought was so weird to me. I'm just like girl, like you're a black girl, your hair changes constantly. I don't exactly. care if Marcus is white or blue. You have to just understand this is how black women this is how black women do you know their stuff. You meet me on hinge, I have a straight wig. Guess what? I got blue braids now. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, God, the insecurity is very deep. For like Yinka. she has to like something about herself and I'm waiting for like the other issue will drop, but at this point it's like, girl, you hate your ass, you hate your tits, you hate your skin, you hate your hair, you hate yourself. Like that should be more concerning than the singleness. Like we have to like when when do we take a step back and never. evaluate the situation? I know it's easier said than done mm-hmm. like sitting from here, but I found like with the final chapters, I did not really laugh at all. Like mm-hmm. I've been laughing throughout the whole book, but like with this one, I was just like, oh my we're God, seeing Yinka. <laughs> We're seeing her fall into the pits of whatever it is. Hell <laughs> <laughs> The pits of hell. So, Marcus is kissing up on her, touching her boobs, um, and... He's saying the most disgusting Oh, things. my God. He's like, yeah, you like that? You ugh, like it? Ugh. You like my fuck tongue? I oh hate God. Him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had blocked that out of my memory. I'm sorry. And <laughs> now you have brought it back. I'm Thank sorry. you. I'm sorry, Julia. I didn't mean to say that. Um, <laughs> he was so gross, but I think men in general are just... Like, <laughs> I don't know where they learned how to think that kind I'll of talk. i where they learned, but I don't want to say it. Oh, okay. Such so as the with corn hub. Okay, got it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's nasty. So you can just imagine, y'all. He is speaking that way to her, and of course, my Yinka is off. She's like, no, I don't want this. So she tells him to back off. Yeah, which I was like, back of her. God, like... Um, and at this moment, she does tell him, like, you know, like I, you didn't think that, you know, we were gonna sleep together. On the second date. And then he looks at her blink 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 blink. He's like yeah no for sure definitely. But like theoretically though if we were to sleep together like what date would that be? Yeah. And you know the thing is men are sick because like (laughs) if she had said like date 10 he would have held out. Yeah. Like Men are so sick that depending on, like, they'll act good enough just to get to that point. Yeah. And he and the fact that she said marriage, he was like, nah, I'm out. He clocked like. out immediately. <laughs> um, And then she goes ahead and says, well, like, I, you know, I'm waiting for marriage. And then he's just like. But you had oh. a boyfriend. Exactly. And then she's like, well, we did other stuff, right? But we just didn't have sex. Yeah. And he was just like, mm-hmm. And then she thought, oh, you know, like because he was a Christian, that he yeah. probably had the same values or the same yeah. like idea around it. And she's just like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm stupid for thinking that because, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. People, pe- people have sex before marriage. But all they the time. had talked about being Christian. And to be fair, though, people who talk about Christianity in the way in which Yinka does, mm-hmm. you, you can t- you can assume a little bit. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough. Um, so it's awkward now. You know what I mean? They're just chatting and whatever. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about what happens in the future. Oh, God. Anyway, so that date is done. And when does she go back to this outreach? Is this, is this the time she when she goes, goes back, back to the outreach? She goes back a couple times. Yeah. But uh, no. So before that, so after she leaves Marcus's, she's under the impression that Marcus understands. And they're in good terms. Yeah. Um, Yes. So she actually uh, she has to meet Nana at a cafe at the co- the costa costa i think yeah. costa costa yeah I think that was so cool. she gets in there and joe brian are also there and she's like what the heck yeah and joe brian's in there and they're like this is an intervention she's like stop <laughs> <laughs> what she's are you even you. talking about mm-hmm. and they're like nana's told us everything we need you to go to therapy yeah and she's like, I don't. And they're like, but you were happy that I was on. They're like, we were happy when you were exploring and reaching out. Yeah, but when we now you're doing it at a normal pace. Yeah, but now you're having outbursts at bridal showers. It's alarming, and... alarming behavior. Exactly. Mind you, before she even goes see um, her friends at, this, at the cafe, she's trying to call Marcus, and he keeps sending her to voicemail. Right, she's called like fifteen, 15 times, times, which to me and sent messages, and it's like, girl. Take a hit one. Yeah. Two. The man doesn't want con- the man doesn't want <laughs> you to contact him. Like obviously. Um, so she's she's getting she's flustered by the fact that this man's not picking up her calls and then at the same time Joe Bryan and Nana are talking about intervention. You you've changed so much, like you're starting to act a little bit psychotic. You know, we don't recognize you. Um Marcus does call back and is like, stop contacting me and he's like she's like well, I was worried, like, I I didn't, you didn't call me back the first, like, literally crazy behavior. And she's like, is this because you, I'm a virgin, and mind my she's screaming this in the equivalence of exactly. a Starbucks. Like, chill out. People just want to have their lattes at peace. Yeah. And she's screaming about her virginity. I would be like, um, Miss Jackson? But uh, she just, at this point, she's embarrassed, and she realizes that she had never talked about it with Joe Bryant, so they're like, you're a virgin? a virgin. She's like, yeah, I am. Like, I kind of thought it was obvious. Like, I'm really Christian. They're like, no, we thought you were like Christian in like, yeah, an acceptable way. <laughs> <laughs> not Christian, but the acceptable Christian. <laughs> because like, I think she's under. Oh god, like she kind of set herself up a little bit. I'm just like, girl, all because you're cr- Christian or highly religious does not. I cannot just make assumptions that like, you know, you know, in that. Area of life that you're not doing stuff because you're saying you're dating. I'm thinking to myself, oh yeah, you're probably like exploring, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, and then she, and then they're just like, well, we Joe Brian is just like, well, we talk about sex all the time, like we didn't know it made you uncomfortable she's like no no it doesn't make me uncomfortable like i like listening to your stories i just have like different yeah, views like around our it stories are just different and that's yeah. okay and i respect that's one thing i like about yinka like she respects everybody's yes. choices she doesn't impose her religion on anybody we thank her for she that she just also doesn't want you to shame her for the choices or make her feel uncomfortable as she is now yeah and i would say none is a great friend because she's has been rejecting her and not treating her very kindly, but like in that moment, she still like reaches under the table and like puts a hand on her knee, like lovingly. Mm. And I was like, "That's a, that's a good friend right there." When you come back to your senses, girl, you better get her some nice fabric or something. You know, <laughs> no, she's she's really good and she's always there. Every time Nana, uh, not Nana, every time Yinka has issues, I know Rachel Renzo after Ola, but Nana is always just like, I'm going to be here with Yinka to try and, like, help her. Like, I mean, I gave her a card to a counselor. She didn't use it, but, like, you know, hey. Um, Obviously, we're still in the intervention. Actually, she also lied to... Nana that she went to the right. to the therapist. She did lie. So on her way to see Marcus, or yeah. on the way to the beauty supply store. I don't know. One of the one of the two days. Then she said, Oh, it got canceled. Right. I, you know, I'll have to reschedule. I know Yinka at this point is a pathological liar. <laughs> Just lying through her teeth easily. No, it's it's not the fact that she's but she's not a good liar. No, she's exactly. She's not even good at it. She can't keep up. She's told so many different versions of the same story. And those are the ones I hate. Like if you're gonna lie, be good at it. But um No. She doesn't have the brain cells at the moment to do that. All she's thinking about KPIs, KPIs, a man. man. Speaking of KPIs, when she's told them I'm a virgin, she's already thinking, Okay, Marcus is out, yeah, who's next? Yeah. And she's like, guys, I have to go volunteer. Because you know who's up volunteering? Derek. Yeah. (laughs) Derek, old faithful (laughs) Derek. (laughs) You know, so she runs over there. And she's thinking, this is, this is, this is all I got, you know. Mm-hmm. And she pulls Derek aside. First, she sees. I think she sees Donovan. And- she does see Donovan, and Donovan is kind of upset with her because prior to all of this downhill of Yinka's life, um, Donovan is like, "Hey, like, I found this job that could be perfect for you at Sanctuary. Just send me your CV so yeah. I can like edit it, and like, you know, we can help each other out." So Yinka's like, "Oh my God, thank you so much." So she does send over his CV, and he does all like the different edits and sends it back to her. But Yinka leaves him on, on red. red. Because you know yeah. she's too, she's too bothered by this whole finding a date thing. So and exactly. sees her and just like, yo, like, do you get my email? Like, what's going on here? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Derek,
1: <laughs> she I need said, to speak to you, Derek. Derek,
0: I need a moment with you. <laughs> and um, she's like, Derek, I- I've got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he is dumb <down> bad. <laughs> no, do you know how? <laughs> You know what, sorry y'all, we're watching Love Island right now, Love Island UK, and there's a man on there. Oh, not Mitchell. Mitch. <laughs> who is this level of desperation, like he'll make connections out of anything, anything. Said, and um, I'm going to stay on this Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, I like you, I like you. Granted, I don't think all of, I don't think Mitchell's all the way there. Like, yeah, I personally, I don't believe Love Island does psychological tests before they let people on there because to have sane people is to not have drama. Yeah. But I feel like Mitchell maybe should have had like a double screen of some sort. Yeah. But this is his level of desperation where you're just pulling from anything like Yep. So she she's like, "Can I pull you for a chat?" <laughs> and uh, she's like before she can say it, Big Booty Judy Vanessa comes out of nowhere. The cake maker. <laughs> The cake, cake maker with cakes. Let me tell you. <laughs> she walks up to Derek and says, Hey, babe, I'm gonna see you later. And she's like, Not only that, she kisses Derek. And first of all, I did side eye Derek because I was like, Isn't this girl 21 and you're like 31? Yeah, there's a, there's, yeah, I'm watching you, cradle snatcher. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll just, what, you know what, I'm watching you. Uh, and she's just like, I feel like if I was Yinka, it would feel like, um, like almost like you're, you're watching from a TV. Yeah. <laughs> like it's slow-mo. Like I know that smile went upside down.
1: Immediately. She's like,
0: damn. So Derek bagged this baddie right here? <laughs> Bro. And like, I did see it coming because they were spending so much time together. Fair. But I think what makes it funny is that throughout the previous chapters, the way she talks about Derek's like, oh, like, he's God, here role-like. comes Derek. Oh, God, here but that's comes how Derek. You talk about the guy who you don't like, but he likes you. You're yeah, like, but when he stop liking who, you, it's it like, now, to, hold on. You're like, wait a minute. What, what did I do wrong? I didn't tell you to go that far. <laughs> I didn't tell you to go bag a bag. I was never going to be with you, but I didn't want you to move on. Yeah. Um, which is quite toxic, but <laughs> so obviously this makes um, Yinka feel like okay. So I go nobody, right? I got no Alex, I got no Derek. I don't go. I have no, no one. Marcus. No Marcus. <laughs> no GCSEs. No, no, no A levels <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. She has no job. She's a burden to her family. Ooh. Like she's in the. Gotcha. And she's frightened. And she she's really frightened. Too. And we know she's frightening, because what does my girl do? Now, First of this all, is... Derek's like, so what do you want to say? And she's like, you will never see me here again. Goodbye. <laughs> so she quits the outreach for the second time. I don't know, man. Like, at this point, she comes and goes. Derek's like, <laughs> we will never cross paths. <laughs> they instantly cross paths. Always, Yinka is really Yinka. Oh Lord, I don't know what to say about you, girl. Like you're just, you're just a crashing plane right now. She is, and um, it's, you don't know. The problem is you don't even see the ground. Like no, so you don't even see the end at all. Like so, it just keeps down, going downhill and downhill. And so now she has nothing. So she says, "You know what I'm gonna do." Uh, she does something. Anyway, so she goes back home. And she's laying her bed. She's like, okay, okay, I got one last option Emmanuel. Emmanuel. I have to call Emmanuel. Mind you, my girl don't even They've know. Ne- not never since, like, They've not spoken since <sighs> preschool. Exactly. They've only heard of each other's names because their families are close. So, what does their Yinka do? They're not even close, mind you. Her mama does not actually like Auntie Choma. They, I mean, yeah, but like, they're kind, are they cousins? Close uh-huh. enough relatives that n- no one likes each other? No. Okay, so nobody likes each other, but she's just like, you know what? At this point, like Derek got somebody. I I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do this. So she calls Emmanuel, but I'm, she doesn't audio call him. She facetimes a guy on WhatsApp. A FaceTime man that she's WhatsApp? not talked <laughs> video call video call <laughs> video call the man that she's not talked to before. Like she doesn't actually know him. And yeah. And just says it's Yinka.
1: And imagine
0: <laughs> imagine picking up a video call from someone who you have not. Seen or heard from in Ions, but like, since even you were really in know diapers, what they look like. exactly. So, it's like, okay, hello. And he's like, oh, Yinka, like, okay. And then he's just like, not gonna lie, I actually thought you were somebody else. Mm-hmm. And he's like, to be honest with you, you're not really my type. I like light skinned girls. Yeah, he does say that. But then he takes it further. He said, let me put pepper in the wound. You're pretty for a dark skinned girl. And I was just you like, know, shut the phone like this. If you had a, a flip phone, you just go, you just shut it. Shut it. Yeah. That's enough for me. Yeah. You know, I would call it a day. Time for bed. I would call it a year, honestly. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm done. I think it's time for a happy new year. What do y'all think? Mind because that's too much. in January. It's May or June. It's just that everything is crumbling around her. Like the job, the no job her mother her sister her love life you know the whole thing is just frustrating and of course like she has her insecurities so everything on top of this she's not gonna make it um obviously that was traumatizing for many reasons because Yinka has talked about her insecurities but also being dark skinned so she hops into her car and she goes to her local beauty supply store who has seen her maybe three times this week you know changing (laughs) weaves and wigs for god knows who um, I know it's not funny, but like, <laughs> it's a little funny, just a little bit <laughs> because girl, this is too much. And also you're unemployed. So like, how much money are you spending at beautiful to be supply fair, store? The least, prices do not sound crazy. Cause she said she spent 16 pounds on the second weave. You know what and I, I, I need to like, see? That's I like $32. I want to see nothing. the weave. <laughs> the weave was odd. They they made it sound like it was banging. I wanna see the weave. But to be fair, she did say it was like sixteen inches or fourteen. it, she's it not, was a short weave. She's not here with a twenty eight inch bust down. No. Like but she's make, she's doing what she got to do. Okay? okay. Um She got she you know what the is? She's church girl by Beyonce. But she ain't even dropping <laughs> it like a thought No, she's not. She <laughs> she's too scared to go that low. She's too scared. Um so Yinka goes to beat beauty supply store. She's going through the aisles, going through the aisles. She goes to the aisle where they sell all the lights, the light creams, the Carolites, the Fair and Lovelies, y'all know them. And she just stacks them all into her into her basket. And she's running to the queue to I check out. I literally, I guess I put the book down. I was like, "No, Yinka like I think I was like I I've hit my personal limit. Like I don't want to see this happen. I don't like I literally sat there like I got bad news and like held my head and I was like <laughs> No, like, no. (laughs) Yeah, she said, you know what? It's because of me. I'm going to go and try and put mercury on my skin to see if they like me more, which is crazy. And, of course, she's spiraling right now, so she's not even thinking what's going on. Uh, Thankfully... I guess. Like when she was on the queue, she sees this little black girl behind her and she sees herself in yeah. this this young child and she thinks to herself, no, 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 no. <laughs> and yeah, she remembers what her dad said. Yeah. I low-key feel like her dad is like the sent child, that girl, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like some kind of angel in disguise. But um, yeah, because her father used to tell her, um, even the midnight sky is just as beautiful as the sunrise. Yeah, um, and I think it makes her, it makes her emotion, makes her tear up a little bit, and so she drops the basket with all her Carolites and fair and lovelies and runs out. You know what? First of all, for shame! Yes, to that store owner for having that stuff in the store. I'm Let's start with you, that. Can I tell you something? Maybe it's his biggest seller. <laughs> it might be. It might be. But let me tell you something. I think we already said this on this podcast. Y'all do not look good with that stuff on. No, you don't. Bob Risky has 15 filters on. And even then. love her. Even then, girl, it's still, you still look blotchy. You know what I mean? Honestly. You do. Your knuckles are one God color. Your chest is one you. color. Your legs are one color. What yeah. are you? Are you a rainbow? Yes. And on top of that, of it not looking good, it is bad for your skin. Cancer-causing. Exactly. Like, when I mean mercury, they put mercury in that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's so bad for your skin. I keep telling y'all, like, don't use it. Just be who you are. (laughs) Um, And I know that's easier said than done when you have waist man like Emmanuel calling you pretty for a dark-skinned girl. And you probably even look at the Emmanuel himself, he's probably dark-skinned. And, and that's the part that always cheeses me because I'm like, one, obviously you're internalizing something because you don't think yourself to be beautiful. Yeah. You don't think your dark-skinned mama to be beautiful. You don't yep. think your dark-skinned sisters to be beautiful. Yep. And you feel like lightening up your, your genetics, which is so messed up. And rather than to sit down And to break that down, you now go and are going to spread that negativity and those messed up thoughts to other women around you. Yeah. And to God forbid your future children, God forbid their girls, Mm. who will then spread that to their own children. And just the cycle continues. And then you have moms who are afraid when their kids spend more than two minutes in the sun. Colorism. And it's like. We need to let it go because like, let it's it go. damaging our community. Like, honestly, I look around sometimes and I see a lot of dark skinned black men with lighter skinned women. And I cannot, like, maybe y'all are happy. Good for you. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I cannot help but c- it crosses my mind every single time. You're probably doing this shit because you hate yourself. It's probably some internalized racism that you got. And that's something that it's never, it's never going to leave you. You're just going to keep passing it on. Um, it's unfortunate. And I know, like, Yinka talked about it. I think she used to get bullied a lot by black men, was it mostly? And they called her dog poop yeah. or something. Like, it was... Ugh. So, I can just imagine Emmanuel telling her that. It no, it just straight hurt. It sent up her right back to the, yep. like... To the war zone. She was in the, the trenches again. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so... Obviously, like her spiraling and going to the beauty supply store and trying to buy lighting creams is is crazy, but anyway, she stops herself because her father sent this young child to say, "My child, please, don't do this to your, don't yeah. do this to yourself." And so she, in tears, runs to the park um and she's devastated, and then donovan. Who's I think coming back from outreach or something? The real love interest. The real love interest. The man who's trying to find you a job. The man who's trying to make you happy. The man who's trying to teach you about hip hop. Listen, (laughs) you're not catching on fast enough, but it's okay. You know, he's patient with you. The man who accepts your chicken shop addiction. Um, And so he spots Yinka crying (laughs) on the bench. And he's just like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" And he consoles her, and she's crying into his chest, and it's just a very sweet moment because, in a world where you feel like you're alone, Donovan <laughs> is there to comfort you. Yeah, and he thinks it's because of Alex because she's like, yeah. "Why am I not enough?" Mm-hmm. And like, and he's like, "No, it's okay." And and I, granted, it gives her the strength to ask like, "What about your therapist that you talked about?" And mm-hmm. like, she's able to you know to finally go talk to somebody. We thank we God. We need to talk to people in the words of Audrey from <laughs> 7 Days in June by T. We Williams. Must, we you can you guys can clearly see that was our favorite book this yeah. year. Oof. It was mine and I yes I, at this point I Well only the year is not over yet, but it's definitely the one that that stuck with me the most. Yes. Um, but she, you know, we need to talk to people. They go to school for these things. They are not your friends who will tell you it is what it is, and their own brains are as clouded as yours. Like, <laughs> just the blind leading the blind. This person got eyes, okay? Yeah. Um. But now I'm so glad that she she went to talk to somebody because nobody can help her. Her mama can't help her. No. Donovan can't help her. Her sister, Mm-mm. Nana, nobody. You need professional yeah. help. And so she finally takes um, Donovan's the counselor's name. I think her name is Jack. Why do you keep calling her? Jackie? Jacquee? 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 What's the counselor's name? Jacquee, right? Like The Ja-quee? counselor. Is it yeah, Jacquee? I think it's Jacquee. That's what I have here. No, it's Jackie. You know why I say Jacquee? Like Jacqui like the, the singer. Okay. The guy who stole Ella Mae's song. Oh, Jacquee! <laughs> that thief. <laughs> And he just, like, sings the worst R&B covers. I hate his R&B covers. I'm sorry, y'all. I do. He's like, everyone is a riff. I hate it. Okay, so <laughs> Yinka finally goes to see the counselor, and in their first session, they talk about love, because that is a, a issue for Yinka. No Keisha, uh, Keisha Cole. <laughs> and they talk about her past love interest with Femi. <laughs> You're such a hoot. <laughs> um, and... The therapist gives her a homework about self love and you know self affirming herself because Yinka has an insecurity problem. I mean, we all do, but Yinka really, you really. You know what Yinka needs to do? She, she really has it. <laughs> she needs to listen to the Indiarie song. Um, video I love yes. that song yeah she used to turn that because she's a queen that's what yes, you are I and then oh a, a better India song I'm not your hair I'm not your hair you just run just run India Aree back and let forth let me tell run you back after that solved <laughs> I think her first album no, a passage keep, to India going the to the the therapy yeah don't just listen oh, to yeah. India of course keep going to therapy balance R&B and therapy look at that they even rhyme look at that they go together um, and so Yinka, after speaking to the counselor, she feels light lighter because yeah. obviously, you know, you're getting professional help and you're trying to fix the insecurities that you have developed and evolved over your life. And so now she goes on her apology tour. <laughs> one by one, <laughs> she says, I have to go see my family. First, she stops at Kemi's. And at Kemi's, she's like, girl. <laughs> the girl. <laughs> she's said, like, Girl. I was not me, mm-hmm. okay. And a snicker can't solve this. I was broken, okay. And she's like, "Let me rub those feet that I promised to rub." And Ken's like, "Okay, fine." And she's like, "Girl, I, I can't keep coming to these events, single." Mama was cooking meat. I could. I had to do something about it. And she's like, "Oh, like, obviously, she explains better to her sister what's going on." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You know, there's the added pressure and." And I, it just didn't allow me to be a good sister to you. And and Kimmy's like, yeah, I don't ever want to make you feel bad about it or anything like that. And, and Yinka's like, I know, and I just don't like when you feel bad either. And at the end of the day, like, spending time with you also means spending time with Mom because Mom is always here, as we said. And Yinka's like, and Kimmy's like, well, the thing also is, like, it's nice now that Mom is always here because she was never there for me, like, when we were kids, because I wasn't the favorite child, I didn't do things that she liked. I wasn't in the program that she liked. I didn't have the hobbies that she liked. Why do you think I spent so much time trying to learn Yoruba? I spent so much time trying to cook because it allowed me time to spend with her. And now that I'm married, now that I have this kid, she she suddenly has ample of time with me. Of course, and I was like, how? Like we had been saying that the whole time, but it just sucked to hear. And I just kept thinking like parents need to be nice to their kids just accept like, your child for who they are mm-hmm. and learn to like them for who they are and maybe things will work out better for you yeah because now she's like you're you're pitting your kids against each other one two and you have them begging for your attention in different ways which is really unfortunate but so we find out at the end of this conversation that the mom is a problem she really is <laughs> the, the root of all these the, all these issues because I know she tried her best because, like, obviously um, they lost their father when they were very young. But she she really did not advocate strongly with the kids. Like, she was just treating them anyhow, anyway. And she talks to them anyhow, anyway as well. <laughs> she tried her very best with what she had. Which, which is, is what they'll say. You know what? Which is acceptable, but try harder (laughs) so after she is done speaking with cami she goes over to uh auntie blessing's house and she's still doing i think in these couple chapters you start seeing sticky notes of her talking about i'm self i i love myself or i'm self-worthy and there's bible chapters there as well just you know to add a little bit extra um and we find out at Auntie Blessing's house, where Nana is as well, that Nana is finally like the group director, or she finally signed up her company to yeah, an she LLC. Her LLC. She got y'all. LLC, you <laughs> Just get that LLC. Get your LLC, and money will come through. <laughs> <laughs> For those LLC um, people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just chit chatting, and I think. She talks about that, you know what? I'm going to apply for that sanctuary job that Donovan will be talking about. And the best is just like, finally, because I've been telling you exactly. that maybe charity is the industry for you and not exactly. this finance operations manager thing that you're you're striving for. And it's great. So she then goes over to the outreach. She says she's never going to go back there again. <laughs> <laughs> and part of her apology story is not only does she have to go back there, she got to apologize to Derek. Yeah. <laughs> She makes her way to the outreach, saying, Derek, I know. I said I was not coming back here, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to apologize to you. And he's, she's like, did you not notice that I avoided you, like, the human plague? And he's like, yeah, I noticed, but, like, I was just trying to make things less awkward after, like, I told you that I liked you. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and she's like, yeah, I feel bad. Like, I just want to go back to being friends. And they're like, okay, yeah, we can definitely do that. Yep. And uh, I think she sees Alex there too? No, she sees Donovan. Oh, so she sees Donovan and she's just like, okay, um, they're just talking and oh yeah, she wants to talk about like whether or not she can apply for the job and he's like, it's already closed. Like Mm -hmm. I told you about it weeks ago and she's like, dang man, she's like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to still keep looking for other jobs in that sector. And Nana's like, oh, your neighbor called because she says your car's blocking her. Yeah. And we got to go. And she's like, what the heck? Okay. Mm -hmm. So they go back to hers, and Ola and Rachel are there. And Rachel's like, took y'all long enough. And her and Nana have essentially orchestrated a meetup, you know, a ceasefire for her and, and Ola. Not an armistice. armistice. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, y'all need to talk it out. I don't want to be in the middle of it anymore. Sort it out. Mm-hmm. So they do what we've been asking them to do for several chapters, which is Yinka admitting that like she's felt an animosity t- from Ola to herself and, mm-hmm. of course, giving it back as well. And Ola's like, well, it's just been hard because obviously the stuff with John and... It made me feel insecure, almost like he doesn't love me, like he's just forced to be with me, which is honestly, is a shitty way to feel. And that's as far as my sympathy will go for Ola. But (laughs) That's where it stops. You know, you're right, because I know you're feeling all these insecurities, but why are you projecting on me? On me. That's my issue. And she's like, why do you think I went natural? Because I was trying to be like you in case he still liked you because he's always complimenting your hair. That's sick. And I was like, girl. and she's like I just don't feel secure in my relationship and and now her and Yinka are crying and she's like I you know she's like I never meant any harm towards you I I do want to like be close to you and I think our moms play a part in it because they compare each of us to the other why don't you have kids like Ola why don't you go to school like Yinka and it causes a a big riff and again like comparison is the thief of joy it really is and maybe if some of us learned that we'd be happier people but I digress. So they cry and, and cry. And then oh, Yinka's like, don't think it's the wrong way, girl. But have you tried therapy? <laughs> She's like, I got somebody. Her name is Jacqui. <laughs> and she does wonders to insecurities. Let me tell you. Here's a card. Here's a card. You let me know. And I really like that. Let Jacqui get her money. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> out here solving Donovan's problems, Yinka's problems, and then future, maybe all his problems. Honestly. Yeah. That's a good therapist. Um... um So Yinka goes back for, like, her second session Yeah. after she's done a little bit of her homework. And she actually, like—because in the first session, she did bring up, like, the fact that Femi's girl was light-skinned. Yes. And she was really upset. Mm -hmm. Let let me—let's recall that. And she's like, girl, I know. You were going to say that. And she essentially breaks down, like, on top of the dealing with colorism growing up— Yinka also has daddy issues in the fact that her dad died when she was so young, and she finds herself constantly. And her dad did a good job of making her feel seen. Reassuring her for sure. Yeah. So yeah. she's always trying to emulate that feeling in other men, like that she feels pretty. And obviously, I mean, look at the material. Yinka, they let can't me tell do you, that. Only one man a lifetime. is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's just the rules. It's mathematically a fact. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it's just not working, and she's, like, crying, and, and it's just, it's so deep, and, like, you're just like, dang. It's its deep, it's traumatizing, it's everything above. And she is asked to do a bit of more homework, because anyone who goes to therapy, you know, like, your therapist at the end of the session you will typically say, hey, like, do this to help you cope with yeah. these things that you have. And so the counselor gives her homework, which is chair work, and I think we talked about this last time um where essentially you write a letter to your younger self right? just to you know just tell, tell your younger self what's going on in your life right now so they did have the whole letter that she wrote on in the book I'm not gonna read the whole thing it's just paraphrasing right now but she talks about like girl you end up being really successful um you know what I mean you like you kind of like your job you feel like you know you're making progress but then there are gonna be some downs you know what I mean you know your insecurities um come up, um, your relationship with your mother, you missing your father, um, and everything above. But you're we're working with it. You know what I mean? You're trying to you're trying to evolve yourself. You're trying to be better. And I thought it was really sweet. I have done chair work before. I didn't know the term was called chair work. I always thought it was just writing a letter to younger yeah. self. It's a cute practice. I think it helps like place your centers yourself a little bit in, and knowing that you were going through phases in life so writing to your younger self makes you feel like oh, okay like you know at one point I was this, this age and then now I'm this age and then in the future what's you know what's going to happen like this is just you're only here for a season right right um, and I thought that was cute I really thought it was and now we're moving on to um, Kemi's baby's christening I don't remember Kemi's Chinidu 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 so, yeah Chinidu yes. we call him what Chi Chi what would they call them? Um, I think they call them chinadu. Okay, chinadu. <laughs> um right, Kenny's <laughs> son's birthday, or baptism. Chris, Chris, Christening, yes. baptism. Yeah, same, same thing. thing. And, of course, it's a big display. You yeah. know, her mom has invited 50, 11 people to come to this event. And everybody's wearing their best... Um, their best attire and everything. And um, her and her mom were not really talking. Her mom tried to reach out to her, though. She she did. Her mom tried to reach out to her, but she's an African mother, right? She was not going to apologize for how she behaved at the hospital. No. So she sent her a voice, a voice, but it, it was, so, was kind of rude. Because just like, I haven't heard from you in a while. Anyway... She said, if you need money, you, yeah. don't just be sitting don't, there and suffering. Don't suffer in silence. <laughs> anyway, I um yeah, you know what to do. Mm, bye. <laughs> what? Where is the love? <laughs> no, really, in this book, where is the love? It's non existent, funny enough. But um I think but we'll talk about that at the end. But um she she yeah, so her mom's sitting next to her and they're trying to talk, and I think her mom asked her, like, how's the job search going? And she's like, It's going good. Um, okay, what about this? And she's like, there is no Alex, there is no date, there is no nothing. Mm-hmm. And the man comes over to he says to her mom, like, somebody has to pray and Yinka volunteers. And her prayer starts out good. Pray for Cami. pray for baby, pray for Uche, pray for mommy, pray for everybody here. And then she says, I want to pray for myself. And everyone's like, oh. And she's like, I just want to pray and thank God for this season of singleness. Amen. And only the millennials and younger are clapping and acknowledging. And Ola and Nana are like, woo. And her mom is livid. And everybody yeah. is livid. And the pastor's like, Yinka, please get off the stage before you embarrass yourself <laughs> further. And, um, but she's like, honestly, thank you, God. And then when the time comes, it'll come. I'll find somebody who will fulfill me fully. Amen. And she gets off, and her mom is upset, so her and her mom go in the room and have, like, a screaming match, and she's just like, she's like, why are you embarrassing me in front of my friends? Yeah. And How can you like... pray for singing How can you be happy about that? <laughs> and then Yinka is talking about, well, you know what? Like, I, this is who I am. What do you want me to do? And, she, and then she's just like, well, you never talk about father father. <laughs> she's like you talk never about bring dad. up our dad. You never bring up. And she's like, at this point, I think you don't fear me being single. You fear me being like you, which Ooh. is alone. Exactly. And her mom breaks down, and they're both crying now. And she's like saying her dad's name, who I can't remember. But she's just like, they're like, we'll we'll talk more in depth about this later. But she essentially is just like, I had to I had to step up for you and Kemi. Like yeah. I couldn't be sad about it. Yeah. And even now, I like I struggle to be sad about it. Um, yeah, I just had to step up and figure stuff on my own, and, and it just happens that way. And obviously, her people hurt people. Yeah. But, yeah, and I think she finds some sympathy for her mother through that. But, um, but it is a first healthy step to talking about it and, and, you know, just acknowledging that. It is. has we're going about this the wrong way. Yes. But, um, And I yeah. think even after, a couple of days after their, um, I guess a reconnect Um, because mom goes through the photo albums they have with the father and she starts like sharing a bit more yeah. stories so there is progress being made and I'm glad that she's doing that too and says like listen I'm not gonna be bothering you about this like singleness or whatever yeah. anymore like I understand it upsets you I'll change which is great I know very positive positive. <laughs> um, and so after that we move on to Nana's fashion show which finally the thing that she's been planning the thing that she has an LLC for is finally here <laughs> Um, everybody is in attendance, including a V1 and only Patricia, Patricia Bright. Bright. And anybody who knows any UK influences, Patricia Bright is what? one of the OG oh, girls. Yeah. Let me tell you. Love her. Still want to know if Patricia Bright knows that she's in the book? I'm going to add her tonight, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks yeah, for reminding me. back to you? Oh, she will. You know, me and Patricia, we close like these. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Um, so Nana's fashion show, Nana's nervous. You know what I mean? We've been waiting yeah. for this big event. Um, she's backstage and one of the models, unfortunately, is not in attendance and she's like, she's panicking she's like i need somebody before we even get to that a little side note ola's also there with her mom and yes. she's had similar conversations like he gets had with her mom yeah and they're in a better headspace and ola's also said she's going to start a makeup business and her mom actually seems somewhat supportive of it she's not going back to school but she's doing something with herself and she's a mom on top of that so there's progress on both sides and ola's in therapy we love that Ola got Jaquie's number and said, you know what? <laughs> I heard you're good at your job. Let me tell you about my problems. Uh, and we're happy for that. Therapy is, listen, y'all, we implore you to go to therapy. If you can't afford it, please do Please do. do. Um, so Nana's backstage. She's freaking out because one of the models is not here. I think that they were sick or something. Yeah. And so they need a replacement. And you can just, like, listen. I'll do it. I'll do it. G- give me whatever. It's a swimsuit. She's like, okay. You she know said, me. Let me. let me. My pee bum. Mm. We're gonna make it work. We, we're gonna put it on. And guess who's also a model, Donovan. Yeah. Because when Nana saw him at the sanctuary place, she was he was she was like, "You're tall. You're good." Yeah. Come. Come, come with come, me. Come with me. So our two lovers who don't know their lovers yet are you know at the backstage of the fashion show, and Yinka walks down that runway like she's Naomi Campbell. Not Naomi Campbell, but. <laughs> She ain't Kendall Jenner, we'll say that much. No, no. Now, hold on. She's (laughs) never going to be that flatbread Kendall Jenner. She is like a diet Naomi Campbell, okay? And she's walking around. She's straightening her stuff. She looks cute. Um, Everybody's happy. Which is what we want from Yinka because these last couple of chapters, I was really thinking to myself, I don't know how this book is going to end. Exactly. And she's putting herself out there in, like, the best way, I think. Yeah. The healthiest way we've seen. Absolutely and we all know that alex has been helping uh nana build her website for the fashion show so alex is in attendance as well and yeah and thank god for therapy because yinka's (laughs) like you know what alex now that i've gone over the fact that you don't want to date me i think we can be friends now um and he's like yeah i missed you like you know yeah whatever but yeah they're gonna be friends i guess um yeah, things are looking up, and Yuka's Yinka, doing. Her, her life is coming together finally. Yeah. And then we head over to the finally, big, big the event wedding. of the whole book: the wedding of Rachel and forgot his name. <laughs> oh my god, Rachel! I forgot your Gavish? man's name. Gavish, thank you, Gavish. Gavish. And it's gonna be like a, a fusion between the two cultures. I would Which, love to. I would love to attend that. Yeah, one. and it sounds like they were able to fuse it perfectly. Yeah um which is really good especially since they only had 6 months to plan it and they both come from cultures where big weddings are a thing like so honestly they have it's like a f- 6 month event <laughs> so <Honestly>. you're late <laughs> yeah uh-huh. um and so at the wedding Yinka's in attendance she's showing up you know she's she's on her own exactly. right <laughs> at, which we assumed it was gonna be because yep. like girl who you got so she's there everyone is happy everyone is smiling everyone's dancing I'm pretty sure the nuptials were cute as well um, and Donovan shows up and everyone's like why is Donovan here I mean he did walk down um, Nana's fashion show never mind I know why he's there and he tells her, like, actually, you know. Nana invited me because she yeah. didn't think. But before Donovan even gets there, Femi showed his ass at the wedding. You are so right. I don't know why he came, but he came single because him and his little short saying LaToya, La came to her senses and said, you know what I'm not going to do? Marry a man I've known for three months. Which, um, duh. <laughs> and he, now he wants to run back talking about, Yinka, I'm sorry that I brought uh, latoya here and sometimes i think maybe we should have made it work i wasn't so nice to you save it and my girl yinka's like
1: i felt nothing I've,
0: yeah i've waited months to yeah. he- years to hear this mm-hmm. and now it means almost nothing to me nothing has changed for me and that's how you know you truly have healing growth yes growth and um and i was so happy for my girl i wanted to slow ca- uh, clap But at the same time, Donovan comes up because I think Femi thought he was making progress. Oh, yeah. He he, he thought. And he's like, here comes that boyfriend that had the man flu last Mm -hmm. time I saw you. And he, like, he dipped out because there's nothing men respect more like other men. Yeah. So he lost it on that right. And she's like, yeah, Donovan, what are you doing here? Nana invited me because she knew you were too chicken. Yeah. And he's like, I want to get to know you. And she's like, I thought you were afraid to date. He's like, I am, except you. Like, I want to date you. And I'm like, not the, not the love Therapy cinematic a... universe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That made me giggle. I'm just like, Donovan, thank God. <laughs> we always knew it was you. No, we didn't. But, um, oh, and he actually submitted her resume. He did. For the sanctuary job without her knowing so she's actually waitlisted the, yeah she's waitlisted she's wait, I think she's waitlisted I don't think she got it she, I think she has like an interview or something we end the book and we find out that she's got the job oh really yeah there's one of her little emails that oh, she oh the email yeah and yeah. the email they confirm it by this point she did not know like yeah. whether she got it or not but just know that Donovan is a good man he said okay she's gonna be mi- she's gonna miss this deadline so I'm gonna do my girl a favor and submit it for her exactly that is a good person exactly that's a really good person like it And she even says, you're a goat. Yeah. She means the goat, but progress, you know? (laughs) You know, Yinka is not... Again, her age is what again? She's only 31. Okay, I don't know why she (laughs) behaved Instagram. Like, the girl is just... Okay, she doesn't act like a (laughs) 31-year-old. But yeah, so... They're cute, whatever. <laughs> and then that candy song plays. I don't know what the name of that song is, things man. Like candy. Candy. candy, but y'all know the dance moves, except Yinka. Yeah, Yinka just she's know never dance done moves. the electric slide, so Donovan teaches her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they dance the night away, and things go well, and we end with the thought. Well, Odelia ends with the thought, anyway, that they get married and live happy ever after and three have three beautiful children. And, of course, she gets the job at Sanctuary. Yes, she does with the email. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's how the book ends. Yeah, and it was good. I 8 out of 10 for me. Okay. I'm going to say 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Yeah, I'm going to put a 7 out of 10. It's a very, it's a very fun book to read. It's actually, it's a pretty funny book. There's so many moments where I said, Yinka, Yinka. Like, you know what I mean? You're calling, you're calling on to somebody. Say, please, please, girl. I want better for you. Um, It was traumatizing in some parts. Yeah. I saw myself in some of the characters, except you, Ola. I don't relate to that kind of behavior. (laughs) Um, But everybody else, yeah, I can see. Yeah, Um, I just, I don't know. I think overall women, people, <laughs> I think you cannot be... Your whole life purpose cannot be just chasing men You know what I mean? I think it's very scary. It is, but we're literally taught to do that. And that's the thing, right? That's why it's so triggering to see Yinka do the things we, that she does. Because all of us have done those things to a certain In, extent. On the, on the spectrum, yeah, yeah we have. Like, and you don't even need to do those things, but you do them. Like, you just... You find yourself doing that because naturally as a human being, you crave companionship. You do. And on top of that, as women, we're taught to compete for men who, first of all, we teach we women. Start. We teach women. <laughs> what, did, what did you, Amanda say? <laughs> we teach girls to be the competition of yeah. each other. And she went off when she said that. She, she really did. She, you know, she's a crazy lady a little bit, but she, she is. She hates that one thing, okay? But... She she like literally that's what we do and Yinka was literally in competition with everybody with Ola with Vanessa, Vanessa was the funniest Nan- one. <laughs> the was thing crazy. is that the beef was one sided. You know <laughs> it's what I mean? These one people side. don't. These people don't know that you're beefing with them. She's beefing with Latoya. Even Alex when she stopped talking to him, he was just like, "Yo!" Like he kept asking Nana, yeah. "How is Yinka? How is Yinka?" He had no idea the girl liked him like that. Exactly. He just thought, "Oh my god, Actually, find a buddy." I don't believe that. I believe he knew, but he ignored it. You think so? Absolutely. <laughs> Because that's something I would do. <laughs> because he was asking questions that were not very like getting to know somebody on in purpose. that way. Like he was not asking. He was not asking he those did questions. It on purpose. He was not asking those questions. He was more of like, oh, like which spot do you like in this part but of town? But she was. So you knew what she was doing. But you know what? She's also. She was also very delusional. So she could have. She could have done you what I do here sometimes, among us where is you start formulating ideas in, your, in your, head. your head, right? But. Anyway, that's that's here or there, um, but I agree with everything you just said. Absolutely everything. Yeah, my only big uh, critique of the book is I thought there's going to be more love.
1: Yeah, that there's was a lot of obstacles.
0: That's why I gave a seven, seven out of ten because <laughs> um, Lizzie got me guessing who the guy is. Yes, and like at the like last week's episode when we before the final chapters, I'm thinking to myself, so. Who is it going to be? Because Alex, Alex don't want or like find a new man for Derek. I was, I had accepted Derek into my heart. <laughs> As y'all know, I have spoken about, I've been very outspoken about how I feel about Derek. I don't like guys like that. And now he's All dating he a girl who nice. is way younger than him. Listen, I can't defend that. Okay. Um, but what I can defend is he was nice. He was too nice. There's something wrong with him unfortunately we won't be able to see how that unfolds no we won't but unless considering listen. we've all Make been 21 one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and if you're 21 and days somewhat older we all know how that's gonna look but you know what i digress some of y'all <laughs> think you're the anomaly and i'm gonna pray that Derek and vanessa are the anomaly but um yeah yeah yeah, I would just have loved to see maybe more Donovan and Yinka since, you know, that was the guy who actually liked her. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. But the book was, was about love, self-love. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big one here. Um, I would love to see some, you know, make out scenes, you know, <laughs> well, holding hands. Worry, <laughs> because speaking of love, we're going back to New York. Yeah, Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> I don't think, is it Brooklyn? Brooklyn? I don't know where we're at. Anyways, we're going back to the Tia Williams cinematic universe. Yep, we are. As some of you may know, we're going to be reading The Perfect Find by Tia Williams. Mm-hmm. We're super excited. We've missed that world. I'm hoping that we'll get to like the end and be reintroduced to Shane and uh, Jean-Biav. I'm sorry, I love Shane and Jean-Biav. But... but how would these two people meet though? But they've already met in the other one. Yeah, but that one came. I think that I think Seven Days in June is after. <sighs> We'll figure it out when we get there. How old were they? Anyway. It doesn't matter. Let me have my ideas. It's okay. You you have yours, and I have mine. Anyways, <laughs> we're going back to T.M. Williams' world, and we're going to get into it, and then I think I'm going to wait to watch the movie till we've read the book, and then maybe we could talk about it on yeah. here. The differences. Um, I am a little shocked at the story, because I have seen the trailer, and I and didn't realize the age difference between... Keith Powell's and Gabriel Union? Yeah. Yeah. I love me some Keith Powers So let's get into it And yeah. I love me some Gabriel Union So Love her too What? Why do you say it like that? No, because I forgot to mention her Oh, okay, yeah <laughs> Because that, that Gabriel Union's carried us Okay? She carried us She carried us through the 2000s She was in everything Name five Gabrielle Union movies. And so, you guys, thank you so, so, so much for tuning in into our final chapters for Yinka. Where's your husband? She didn't get a husband, but she got a potential. You know what I mean? She got self-love. She got self-love, and then she also got a potential. And like like I said, in my head, they are married with three kids. So she got that. Slow down now. Okay. Um, but you guys... As always, thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. We absolutely love it when you guys reach out to us and talk about your favorite parts or us or anything of that stuff. Um, please, please, please make sure that you are following us at Romantically Lit on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. Where else are we at? That's about it, actually. That's about it, y'all. We only got um, three. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so reach out there. Let us know what you think. We're back to dropping weekly. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Okay, Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.